Good morning, good evening or good afternoon to all of our listeners. I welcome you to the most searched podcast on HR topics, HR Success Talk Academy. In the series of this podcast, we teach our audience different topics in talent management or HR. Whether you are a beginner, intermediate or expert, HR Success Talk Academy is the place to upskill your HR knowledge. Let's begin. Hi, Saloni and Sachin. Uh, welcome to HR Success Talk Thanks and let's uh, move ahead with our discussions. So today we'll be trying to uncover more about the emotional intelligence and how this can help the leadership roles, how this can help a common person to take it out into their day-to-day lives. Okay. So we'll talk about these topics and I hope that you guys can throw more light into more simpler ways than the emotional intelligence concept comes across. So my first question to both of you is like, why emotional intelligence matters in the workplace? Or why do you think that it is so significant? So I believe that uh, organizations today have realized that IQ alone is not a great predictor, you know, of any individual's performance or success. And when an individual has not developed their emotional intelligence, these are people who tend to get stopped by setbacks. They can't get past, you know, the kinds of situations or they face or they maybe struggle past, you know, for a very long time. Uh, these are also people who are, uh, you know, they're prone to react negatively to, let's say, other people could be involved. And which also kind of impacts uh, relationships, which uh, probably just comes in the way of productivity and, uh, you know, uh, probably even animosity. We've heard of how, you know, um, arguments at the workplace have led to, you know, bigger, uh, you know, uh, you know, issues. So these are, so, so people may take personally things that are not meant to be taken. And sometimes people also feel like a victim. So organizations today realize this vis-a-vis someone who is highly developed on emotional intelligence, you know, they may still face these types of situations like everyone else, yet the way they react will be different. They'll be able to, they will, they're able to stop and also analyze what are they really feeling and then to um, understand how those feelings are impacting their behavior and their choices. So um, with, with this, um, uh, you know, knowledge of how um, people with EI or those who are uh, not highly developed in emotional intelligence skills, um, today it is uh, very imperative um, to have emotional intelligence at the workplace. It's also one of the, uh, you know, highlighted skills as per the World Economic Forum. So, um, so an apt topic for us today to be talking about it. Um, what uh, Saloni said, I, I agree with that. And I would like to complement it with an example uh, rather than adding more to it. Um, so th- this reminded me of an incident that happened a couple of years ago. Um, we were uh, preparing for uh, for an invisible leadership uh, retreat that we do. Um, one of my friends who who owns a branding and marketing agency, so he's been talking to me about uh, one of his employees, which he has been having very uh, troubled um, work relationship with. Um, so they haven't been able to work very well together. Although um, this person, this employee has been there for several years with him. So he wasn't really sure um, what to do because um, he didn't want to fire her. But at the same time, 
they were not able to work together very well so things were were going really south and um, he asked me that um, you know how we can resolve this and all that so he was coming to this retreat anyway he signed up to come to this retreat and i told him i said how about you come there and uh, and we'll discuss we'll, we'll figure out uh, what needs to be done so second day it's a three day retreat on second day uh, we do something called a trust track um where uh, how we do it is it's it's done in a pair uh, one person is blindfolded and the other person uh, is supposed to guide that person on the track uh, so this person uh, this friend of mine he was blindfolded and then another person uh, was helping him to to track it so it's kind of a medium difficulty track it's not an easy one and it's not very difficult also a medium difficulty track Uh, about uh, let's say about a one and a half kilometer long something like that um so when we reached the the hill top where this track finishes uh, this guy the, my friend he just broke into tears um and i wasn't sure i said i don't know whether he hurt himself on the on the track or what happened uh, so i asked him i said well, what happened why are you crying and I, he he had tears coming down it wasn't like loudly crying or something but looked emotional very clearly looked emotional and his eyes were teary and all that he said what happened uh, he said today by uh, putting the blindfold on my eyes you actually opened my eyes um i said meaning and he said um, this lady i have been having problem with i haven't been sharing any details with them i've been put keeping them in so much darkness um I, like i'm the owner of the company so i only share whatever i need to share and things like that i and i expect them to perform i expect them to deliver result whereas uh, i haven't been sharing much and today i could not even you know walk two steps without the other person telling me each and everything in detail and you know there is a rock in front of me left right how much uh, foot you need to you need to uplift and things like that he said like i i couldn't move two steps without the help of this person and um, and i have been asking my team and especially this lady to deliver um, so much by um, you know like kind of a virtual or a digital blindfold on her eye uh, that uh, and and he was just so emotional and connected with it and i thought that that's the power of emotional intelligence the, the kind of empathy that you develop the kind of uh, self awareness that you develop um, and how you connect Uh, and it definitely improved uh, the work relationship between the two he, he didn't fire her uh, he clearly noted that there was no point firing her because the problem was not her if he would fire her and hire another person he would just repeat the same mistake with the other person also um, so i think uh, that 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 kind of impacted uh, uh, in a positive way uh, in his business uh, this this realization that he had beautiful share thank you yeah it was thank interesting you. and uh, whatever you spoke saloni that was interesting too because whenever uh, the self awareness happens so instead of reacting you respond that's what i felt and sachin's with your story we keep on looking forward to change the entire world situation around us though the change required is in us correct correct and especially as you know top leaders or business owners or high level we we often kind of find try to find problem uh, with with our team or uh, at a lower level only we don't self reflect and see that 
is there any problem in the way i'm dealing um so that's that's important as well right uh, so with this uh, let's move ahead uh, to the second uh, topic that we'll be discussing today so can you guys share any case study where you think that emotional intelligence has impacted the business and it has impacted into a positive way actually um yeah there was this study uh, this was done by martin at metlife and um, what they discovered was a you know detailed study what they discovered was that you know they had hired um, these sales agents you know for selling insurance so what they discovered that those with very high emotional intelligence also had very high levels of optimism and uh, it in in this sense uh, they were referring to the ability to handle let's say setbacks or rejections because see when as a sales agent you go out and you want to sell insurance you know you will really you know have to meet number of people before you finally get a yes as an answer so what he discovered was that uh, the optimists the ones you know who had this you know ability they had they were able to look at a roadblock as something external to them you know and it was temporary and while the others who were let's say pessimists they were viewing it as being caused by some internal flaw within them as if like i'm not good enough or i can't do it and therefore and also that this is something which is permanent so internal flaw and permanent and external uh, you know Uh, like i said uh, it's a uh, the the rejection is external to them it is not personal and also it is temporary so what they when the the group of researchers went out they were able to correlate that people who had high emotional intelligence right who showed high levels of optimism they also sold more insurance uh, in the first two years furthermore the company hired even more group of new sales people when these people were failing the normal job screening tests but they were really high on the optimism scale so clearly in the form of uh, emotional intelligence in the form of optimism was um uh, let me put it this way um predicting performance you know than the traditional intelligence tests that the company had been using and then of course there were other similar results also uh, and i'm sure uh, you know we'll we'll hear of some more examples but uh, there were many other case studies too in which um, uh, emotional intelligence the test of emotional intelligence the presence of emotional intelligence leading to um, bigger uh, and higher beneficial impacts for the organizations was clearly visible this is thanks um, i i can share one example from uh, from personal experience only so from one of our clients uh, so i'll i'll talk about that but i won't disclose the name of uh, the client and and all that um so uh, once again we were doing um, an invisible leadership retreat with the top leadership um, uh, in this company so this is a, a dutch mnc and um, one of the things that we share with them is uh, the power of non interference um so after the retreat finished uh, two months later we went back in there uh, to to see how they have implemented what they have learned and this is an example what i'm sharing is in uh, on the side of self regulation uh, that we cover uh, in uh, the, the components that um, emotional intelligence cover 
so the it head uh, of that company he mentioned and uh, and you know all the participants were there the ceo um, of the company was there as well and this incident came up and ceo also didn't know that this has actually happened he was hearing it first time also uh, so the it head said that um, a few days back uh, something very big happened um, someone accidentally deleted the whole database and this was an incident that would roll heads um, and uh, this has never happened in our company before um, and it is something which definitely requires a lot of panic and all that he said i remembered what uh, we covered in invisible leadership and i came back and i um, personally took this decision that i am not going to interfere i'm not going to come in between my team i have selected this team i have interviewed them i have good faith that they are very intelligent people and i'm going to let them uh, drive this i'm going to let them fix this uh, but usually in, in any other scenario i would have jumped in and i would have started interfering they said i actually 5 o'clock i shut down my laptop and i didn't even take my laptop with me home because otherwise i would have kept checking it so i left my work phone at uh, at work and i also left my laptop at work only my personal number was there in case uh, something really urgent uh, they need me i said nobody called me um, it was expected that this incident could take at least a week my team solved it in two days uh, the room that i gave them the trust that i showed them that you can actually solve this uh, they stayed up all night for, for two days my team didn't even go home and i didn't even ask them to do that they just didn't go home they were so um they, they felt um, so much trusted in this whole process that i'm uh, not breathing down their neck and i said that it required so much self regulation on my side to actually not check up on them and not uh, call them and interfere and all that he said all this actually there was the worst two days in my life but the outcome was just brilliant um, that uh, that i observed and this took the trust level in the team to a new level altogether you know he he has always known that people are very skillful in my team i have selected them and all that uh, but knowing all that he was still interfering and when he consciously stepped back held himself back he was showed uh, his regulation around this uh, this incident um, yeah this uh, the team dynamics changed uh, very much very very different now and people take more ownership and responsibility now because they know that they are trusted wonderful one will clearly a space where a leader gives uh, space to his team to do what is necessary you know with in yes. uh, without the leader's presence Yes. Yes. Very well, uh, Saloni, with your discussion, what I understood this time was like, if somebody has decided to stay happy, or maybe the value of optimism is there within them, you don't need an external motivation to make them work. And Sachin, with yours, uh, the another aspect that came across, uh, the sense of ownership can be inculcated into the team if we can self-regulate not to interfere with them. Okay. and self regulation can start with ourselves let's say i have a habit of checking my phone every 5 uh, minutes so it will be difficult to breathe without it okay though i went for a trip i didn't take my phone almost for a week so it's it's like you need lot of self control specifically into this case 
to stay and to avoid yourself coming into the picture wow that's really something <laughs> <laughs> yeah 